This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Everybody coming to you live from Anthony's at Paxson Hollow Country Club. I'm Greg Pecco. Along with me is Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua, and the 2014 uh, Delaware County Times cover man this year for the football preview. Coach Chris Gicking of the Marple Newtown Tigers is with us tonight as we're going to talk about uh, numerous things, including the start of football season, which opened up with college tonight. But we will get into high school football as well. Specifically, towards the end of the program, we will talk about that game tomorrow between Marple Newtown and Academy Park. But first, uh, Coach Gicking, welcome into the program. We did this a few months ago, and uh, you came in here a little ready to go, it looks like. Uh, I'm always ready to go. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Greg, Dave, uh, Jim, Stevie. Uh, Steve's a little underdressed as usual. Uh, it's a story day, but uh, you guys do a great job. So thanks for having me. And uh, people that know me, I'm always ready to go, no matter uh, what's going on. But, well, uh, thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, we love having you. Thanks for coming. Steve's always dressed uh, business casual, uh, as as per usual. And uh, just to kind of run down the slate of games tomorrow, real quick, uh, what's going on here is uh, Upper Darby at Bonner. Laura Marion at Chichester, Garnet Valley plays Unionville, Ridley plays Glen Mills, Downington, Downingtown West plays Haverford, Interboro at Springfield, Pencrest at Upper Moreland, Valley Forge at Radnor, Strathaven at Dobbins Tech, uh, O'Hara is playing prep charter down the shore, Conestoga at Owen J. Roberts, which Coach Kicking is certainly uh, familiar with Conestoga, Haverford School versus West Catholic in Wildwood, Episcopal and New Magretti also in Wildwood, Harriton at West Philly High School, and uh, another, the final uh, Delco school out there, Sun Valley at Pottstown. And, uh, interesting slate of games there, and, and we were talking a little bit before the program, um, just at looking at some of the best matchups out there, and there's a few that stuck out uh, in, in there. Dave, uh, want to give me one of yours real quick? One of my favorite ones that stood out was really was Interbro and Springfield. The backyard battle right there you got at Springfield. They're going to have two teams that know each other very well, and Interborough is going to go in there expecting the win, so Springfield's going to have to continue to use their new quarterback and spread offense right there. Steve? Uh, um, I was really looking at that. Uh, this is always a good matchup. Garner Valley at Unionville, two top teams in their respected leagues uh, going at it. It's good to see a big matchup like that starting off the year right away. So, uh, you know, it's going to be important for both teams to get that win and uh, get their season going. Coach, uh, any, any particular game that jumps out there? I know I know, we're going to be ready to go tomorrow night in, in Sharon Hill, but uh, anything that jumps out on you there that would be interesting? 
Uh, it's just a great time of year to start the uh, season off. Fall is a great time. Football, one game that definitely jumps out is uh, Downingtown West at Haverford. That should be a great game. Two great teams. And then uh, when I was stating, the, the Haverford School at West Catholic is, is Saturday down the shore. And if I was down the shore on Saturday and, and wanted to go watch some high school football, that would be the one of the four that I would really want to go see. Um, so that's kind of the list of games we have there. Obviously, we're going to get to the Marble Newtown at Academy Park game a little bit later on. Uh, but, Dave, uh, why don't you take it from here uh, and get to our next little topic? One day away, less than 24 hours. Now, before that, yeah, training camp. So tell us a little about camp, how it went, how your first training camp went. Dave, I remember uh, 157, when I said 157 <laughs> days, uh, when we first got the job. Uh, we were very excited. We still are very excited. We have a uh, big challenge tomorrow night at Academy Park, obviously defending 3A district champion. They win the DelVal all the time, uh, which is a very tough league. So we have our work cut out you know, for us. Uh, but uh, our kids have worked hard. The coaches have worked hard. Uh, we prepared as you know, best we can, and uh, we're going to give it our best shot tomorrow night. What stood out from camp for you, especially seeing this new group of players? The uh, overall thing that stood out from camp is the, the work ethic of uh, Marple Newtown, the kids. They're just great kids, and they're, they've given it everything, you know, from day one. We had a, one practice in the Marple Sports Arena back on a uh, rainy Sunday. Sunday spring practices, working around their spring schedules. Um, so the kids just, their work ethic, and once again, the, uh, the coaches too. You know, a lot of guys volunteering. Um, so just a lot of hard work between the coaches and the kids and uh, backing from the administration, which has been great. So... The work ethic would be the one thing, Dave, that stands out uh, the kids have done. Steve, you have anything to add to that since you were there training camp with Coach? As he said, you know, Marple Newtown kids, you know, Chris knows, I know, you know, we work hard. And, you know, the kids definitely uh, put that work in all, all season and it, it translated into camp as, you know, they're ready to go for tomorrow night. And they, uh, you know, there wasn't many times we had to tell them to, you know, get going because they you know they're, they're ready for tomorrow night and they uh, they really showed it during camp uh coach you've you've done this many times before as an offensive coordinator now you your first one as a head coach what, what was that transition like was there anything that really you weren't expecting or, or changed for a little bit for you um i guess maybe just a little bit more paperwork and emails to be <laughs> honest <laughs> a lot more paperwork a lot more emails uh have come my way but, uh, you know, between Greg Puckett, uh, Dennis Reardon doing a great job helping me, principal, AD, uh, Sue Becker, secretary, doing a great job, and then all the other coaches picking up, uh, you know, hey, Gick, I got this, Gick, I got this. Um, so they've really, you know, helped me out with this transition. Uh, and also John Vogan at Conestoga was a great role model for how to be a head coach, so he taught me a lot of things. Um, so they've all helped out. But, yes, definitely a lot more uh, emails and paperwork. Well, one of, one of the things we've, we've all kind of noticed in, in, in going to camp and being around the program since since you took over is is the the amount of energy that's been building and building and building. And it, like Dave said, it's going to get a chance to explode tomorrow night. But it seems as if the, the Tiger Pride idea is, is really starting to take hold uh, over the last couple months. Yes, uh, that's one of the things we're trying to, you know, bring is that energy, um, like you said, explosion, but just every time, in your, whether it be in the weight room, uh, in the classroom, just to have energy and be positive to whatever, whatever you're doing that day. So like I said, even in the classroom, around the community, be a positive role model, be a positive role model on and off the field. And that's one of the things to, you know, smile, look people in the eye, have, you know, have a conversation. Yeah. So. With that being said, from your camp experience, what would you say that really stands out from the Central League being around it for so long with you? 
Uh, what stands out in the Central <laughs> League, you're saying? Central League. You've been here forever, basically. You've been the alma mater. You've played. You've been at Conestoga. And now you're back at Marple Newtown. Uh, I would say, number one, that the league is uh, very tough. Um, obviously, the league right now, it's, uh, it starts with Garner Valley, obviously. They have 110 kids, and they come at you in different waves. But uh, overall, just the league, how tough it is. You look at the teams, you could go down all 12 teams, and there's not one team where you're, you walk in and say, wow, that's an easy win. All 12 teams are going to give you everything they got. It's a tough battle every night. So the league is uh, very competitive. Yeah, I, I think we've kind of we've kind of discussed that. And, and this year in particular, because of because of the the balance throughout the league, it, it almost makes it unpredictable. And the last couple of years have been that way. It's not a very predictable league because you know half the league isn't very good. It's because the entire league is very good, and that's one of the things we've kind of seen the last couple of years. Yes, and uh, which makes for a great league, especially if yeah. you're a fan. If you're just yeah. a high school football fan, you go to watch games. You're like, wow, uh, this team could be this team. A could be B, etc. Uh, so as a fan, it's great. As a coach, it can be uh, you know nerve wracking. Yeah. But uh, overall, as a league, it's what's what you want. Stuff like that. So. Um, so along those lines, there, just talking about the different central league programs. There, there's there's a lot of games uh, to be played tomorrow and. We won't get into them in, in specifically, as we mentioned it earlier in the broadcast. Um, we kind of went down, down, down the list of them. Um, but Dave, we, we, you and I had a little conversation that there's there's different teams that might surprise us this year uh, throughout the league. Obviously, you got Ridley at Glen Mills. So interesting battle. You got Glen Mills from the District One Championship game that we did last season. They're always rebuilding, retooling, so you never know what they're going to offer. Ridley's going to look to bounce back. We have other teams in the district that are going to, like, we have Westchester East, Penwood. you got Pencrest, so you never know what they're going to offer. So it's going to be very interesting first day tomorrow, so every team's got to be prepared. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, I'm kind of interested also, one of those games we were talking about interest, interest was that Upper Derby at Bonner game because, uh, you have kind of two rival schools that are that aren't very far from each other, and you have uh, a quarterback at Bonner in in Degalbo who's getting some Division One interest and in, and uh, from from different schools, specifically Maryland. So it's going to be a very interesting year. We will be back in just a moment. We will take a quick break. We'll return here to Anthony's at Paxson Hollow. Uh, we are live with Coach Chris Kicking of the Marple Newtown Tigers. And before we go to break, we'll uh, throw it to Coach. Uh, Olivia and Christopher, stop listening, go to bed, CJ to DJ. <laughs> Donna, get them to bed. Thanks, babe. Special message to his children. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back here. You're listening to a special pre- preseason edition of Marple Newtown Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Come explore the possibilities at Anthony's at Paxson. Whether planning a wedding or grabbing a bite to eat, Anthony's at Paxson has got you covered. The remodeled restaurant and patio deck allows customers to enjoy the beautiful views of Paxson Hollow Country Club. Anthony's at Paxson's family-friendly environment has something for everyone. Their menu includes a variety of tasty appetizers, pizzas, cuisines, and entrees. And on Friday nights starting at 9 p.m., join DJ Jerry for music, drinks, and dancing. Located at the Paxson Hollow Country Club in Broomall, be sure to reserve your seat at Anthony's at Paxson today by calling 610-353-0202, extension 3, or 
Visit them online at www.anthonysatpaxson.com. At My Way Entertainment, the staff offers a full-service solution for any event you wish to have. They're your one-stop shop for the party of your life. When this crew works with you, they roll up their sleeves and become your event planner. The My Way staff will sit with you and plan the perfect party leading up to and the day of the event. You can sit back and relax knowing My Way Entertainment will handle each and every aspect. Their services include event planning, full catering, pig roasts, games, a private chef, beverages, a DJ, karaoke, live entertainment, flowers, private cars, valet parking, tents, professional lighting, and private security. Incredible! They sure do it all. For more details and to book your next event, call 610-745-4004 and be sure to visit their website at mywayparties.com. When it's all said and done, you'll be saying, I did it my way. Zach's Hamburgers is a proud sponsor of Marple Newtown Football. Come visit any of our five restaurants located all across Delaware County in Aston, Crumlin, Havertown, Folsom, and Media. Determine for yourself why Zach's Hamburgers was voted the best hamburgers in Delaware County. Our family atmosphere, fresh ground beef, and sandwiches cooked to order are one of a kind. Don't forget to ask about the burger of the month as well as the Sunday special. For more information, visit our website at www.zacksburgers.com. Come taste the difference at Zach's Hamburgers. And go Tigers! This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. And we are back live from Anthony's at Paxson. And one of the things during the break we were talking about is how Dan Connor. Well, I'm good friends of Coach Gicking, is recently joining Westchester University's football team. So we had actually a surprise guest at camp this season, so you can tell us a little bit how Dan came and spoke to the guys during camp this this year. Uh, Dan, I've known Dan, uh, Dan, Jim, Mike, uh, Bubba, and Carol for forever. My dad and Bubba coached college together years and years ago when I was a water boy and actually used to babysit for all the Connors. Uh, great family, obviously a football family. Uh, it's awesome that Dan is coaching at Westchester. He's excited to be, uh, you know, back in the area. And actually, uh, recently just bought a house in Broomall. Uh, so he'll be, uh, you know, we'll have, uh, he has one boy, another one, uh, due when our, uh, second son is due too. So, uh, you know, but it's exciting. But, uh, I know he's very excited to be at Westchester and for the opportunity. Uh, happy with Coach Swan there who does a great job. So you got to know your entire life. What does he offer Westchester football after building off an incredible season that they had last season? Uh, yes, they had another great season last year. Uh, Dan obviously offers the same type of thing as energy, uh, enthusiasm, the knowledge, and uh, just, just the respect that he'll earn right from, right from the gate from the kids of knowing that he played at Penn State, all-time leading tackler, et cetera, and played professionally for six, you know, six seven years. So, And at camp, back to when you were saying about camp, Dave, he was great with the kids. Uh, the kids loved him and stuff. Oh, I'm going up against an NFL guy. So, uh, excellent. So, did a great job. Thanks again. So, there's two key linebackers for Westchester that come to sing. We have Ronnell Williams and Mike Labor. What can a, what, what can a guy like Connor offer them as experience as being played at Penn State and professionally? Uh, the experience and little techniques that you don't really know uh, from coaching. But, hey, when they do this, they, you know, 
um, take this on, take a block on this way, or read your guard this way. Different little things like that that uh, maybe a coach that didn't play the position wouldn't be able to teach him. And obviously, little tricks of the trade as a better position because you know he has that. He's played it. He's been through it. So uh, he'll be. I'm sure he's already taught them a thousand things, and he'll teach them a thousand more. So to kind of transition into now that we've you've gotten into the college game, it's it's that time of year. Uh, there's three games on tonight, college football wise. I guess to, to kind of step outside of of, of coach kicking and, and kind of look at it from from the football fan aspect of, of you know going back to when you were a kid. What about this time of year that makes it makes it one of the better times of year? I mean, I I always look back to. Saturday mornings, waking up, watching Penn State. I'm a Penn State grad, so talking about Dan Connor gets me a little fired up too. Just hearing, uh, going back to when I was up there as a freshman, watching him play, and and that's kind of where I go back is to six, seven years old playing football on the street, and then going in and watching foot college football on TV. Yeah, it's inside of, of of coach kicking and, and kind of look. It's a uh, it's a great time of year. Uh, the fall and school starting. I mean, a lot of people get upset. Oh, school starting, summer's ending. I actually uh, <laughs> love that. Like, you know, getting back to school, getting a schedule. Uh, but as far as football, it's the best time. You know, you have high school, Dude, college football on Thursday night. You have high school football Friday night. Saturday of college football. Nowadays, it's all day. Yeah. And when we were younger, it wasn't like it is now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Sunday, professional football, and then Monday again. So you have football almost every day. And nowadays, they do the ESPN like the Tuesday one. So uh, it's just a great time of year. It's just unbelievable that, you know, you can turn on the game on and watch. And as far as just being a fan, you turn on the game to you watch. But then as a coach, you're like, wow, how did they do that? You know, you look up, try and pick up something. But uh, it's just awesome. So is there is and without getting into specifics, obviously, but is there anything along that lines that you've ha- you have been able to kind of take and implement at at the high school level, or is it just something that the speed of the game at that level is just completely different? Uh, the, the speed obviously is different at college, and then a whole other level uh, in the NFL. But there's always little things you pick up, maybe even if it's a drill when you go to a practice, um, go down to and we were down Villanova spring practice or Penn spring practice, or you go down to, you know, say Chip Kelly's, the Eagles practice, any little drill or anything you can pick up, just like teaching. So you're borrowing ideas. Yeah. Uh, so it's, <laughs> you know, borrowing his idea, borrowing your idea, and, uh, you know, just to implement it, it's all goes the same. And, uh, you know, going off what you said, you know, fall's the best time of year. You get football. No doubt. Especially, especially when you're dressed like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, it's going to be a long year, Greg. Yeah, I know. Um, you're lucky he doesn't make you do push-ups, you know? But as we were saying, you know, it's tele- we see it on television from <laughs> Thursday through sometimes Tuesday. But, you know, going off of, you know, the football we see televised, um, you know, D2 football, D3 football, D1AA, it's football no matter what. It's, it's great to uh, great to be around, go out to see the games. And, uh, you know, what, Chris, I mean, you play D1AA, you play D2. What do you think the biggest, uh, you know, differences with, you know, college football is college football. You play college football, you're good. You're a good athlete. What do you think the biggest difference is from, you know, all three of those divisions? From high school to college, or the difference between Division One to yeah. Division? Uh, to be honest, I think the biggest, uh, say, between Division One, One Double and Division like that, it's just depth. They have more scholarships at at One A than One Double A than Division Two and Division Three. Um, college football, people don't realize. People kind of up from the outside. Oh, I want to go there. They don't realize how good Division Three football is. Division Two football, one double. They they take for granted. They put the TV on. Oh, I can't believe that guy dropped that ball. 
have you ever gone out there and the speed they're playing at and things that so people you know you turn the TV on and it looks real easy um, those you know that have played you understand that wow it's it's a whole other level so it's the all stars you know of the all stars so uh, just for all kids and parents to understand that is a uh, it's a major thing but just uh, I think the speed is, is different obviously a little bit faster and the depth is a major thing. Uh, and we, we talk about the the athletic part of it, and I know back in, back in February, back in February we had uh, we discussed a little bit about being a multi sport athlete and how it's extremely important to to, to stay under uh, as as a multi sport athlete to develop yourself until you get to the collegiate level because bodies break down and that's one of the highest instances of injury. And just to kind of piggyback off of you know we had a very successful little league squad, but Brumall Newtown. Babe Ruth has been extremely successful themselves. 13-year-olds winning the World Series, and the 15-year-olds play their final game tonight, correct? They're playing in uh, about 15 minutes. They uh, First pitches in 15 minutes, yes. And we have a few of, of Marple Newtown High School athletes on that squad who are, are kind of showing that they can you can play multiple sports and it's the best thing for you, and that helps you when you get to the collegiate level. Sure. Uh, as you know, uh, we are big believers of playing multiple sports, two if not three. Uh, we want kids to play other sports. We want them to be involved in things at school. We want them to be, like I said, positive role models. Um, the Brumall Newtown thing is amazing. Uh, to have a 13-year-old team and a 15-year-old team in the World Series in itself is crazy. Yeah. I think it's the first time ever Terry Tui did a great article on it. Um, but now the 13s won it, and the 15s are one game away from winning it. Um, I just, Scott Hahn's mom just dropped, it was dropping off the activity <laughs> fee, actually. Uh, <laughs> with Dad and Scott out there. Uh, so wish them the best of luck. They've done a great job in texting them and, and the parents. Uh, but it's just, yeah, it's a, it's a great story for the, uh, once again, that we talk about community and stuff. So yeah. uh, encourage kids to play two, three sports. It's awesome. So good luck tonight, guys. So we were we were talking a little bit about college. And, and Dave, I know you kind of highlighted a few games that are on the slate uh, coming up of interest. Do you want to take us through a few of them and we can get into some discussion about those games? Just coming back to Penn State, what do you think about them going all the way out to Dublin just to play a football game? What do, what's your thoughts about completely traveling, having to play? Like We'll have it on at 7 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, you know what? It, I think, to be honest, I think it's great. They're going all the way across. How many teams actually do that? And the exposure they're going to get from that and the fans... I know Greg had said, you know, being a freshman and being a fan and stuff, they're going to get a lot of fans just from being over there and support. So uh, I think it's great. Especially with like some of the other games that we have scheduled is like Heisman candidates that we have. Greg was talking about Wisconsin, LSU, and what your thoughts about that were going to be. Yeah, I, it, I mean, from my standpoint, Dave, I know I discussed it, and, and I, I don't know, it, it's part of who, who I am. I've never been a fan of SEC schools. I respect their ability to play the game, but anytime a, 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 another conference team can, especially one from the Big Ten, has a chance to, to play an SEC team and beat them. So from my standpoint, I think Wisconsin definitely has a very good chance of doing it. They're one of the front runners in my mind of the Big Ten this year to, to really take the conference, uh, other than you know with Ohio State losing their, their starting quarterback. It, it changed the Big Ten a lot. Um, LSU's kind of an anomaly right now in the SEC. They're not... They're not that front runner. Alabama still holds the holds the hammer in that conference, along with Auburn. You have to have them in there as well after what they did last season. Uh, so that's kind of where I stand on it, Steve. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm a little biased. I'm a big LSU fan, and uh, but you're right. It's good to see you. Uh, look good in purple. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's good to see when you know everyone talks about the SEC a powerhouse. It's good to see when Big Ten comes in there and beats them, and uh, you know. 
because it's good people, for college yeah, football. It is. People think the SEC's well and above, you know, everyone else. But uh, you know, with the, watch out for LSU at Bama. And I think Bama comes to LSU this year. So, and, and, and we have they got a freshman quarterback. Uh, Last year got a start. He'll be a sophomore this year. <laughs> Mark my word. Watch out. And, and Steve, even, you're getting some uh, Dallas. Daddy was giving it to you. <laughs> even though it's it's Daddy. Only, it's only four teams, uh, but it is a playoff this year. Uh, it's something I've been hoping for for a while. I wish it would be a little bit bigger, but I understand they're starting to implement it. I'll be patient with that. Um, but, Coach, you know, at the top level of college football now, we finally have an assemblance of a playoff your thoughts, were you a fan of the old system, new system, or, you know? I'm, I'm a huge fan of the new system, and hopefully it'll go to eight teams soon. I'm with um, you there. You know, the whole one versus two, and then number three and four upset, and number five. And obviously, guess what? Now, this year when we have four, teams five and six are going to be upset. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And when we go to, when because it's, you know, obviously it's about money. Yeah. It's beyond. It's always about the dollar. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, so they're going to go to eight in a few years once this contract goes up with the BCS. And when they go to eight, teams nine and ten are going to be upset. Our, our executive producer, Jim Olsman, is asking for the mic. Uh, hold on. There Thank you. Thank you, Dave. I was listening to Bobby Bowden this morning. I heard I, it too. I, Mike and Mike. I love Bobby Bowden, but he was not again. He was not for this new playoff system, and it was kind of amazing because you got a lot of people. And I, I want to say the line of demarcations like forty-five years old. People forty-five and older, right? They think that like that basically their thinking is oh you know it worked great before they did so well but you now you know a tournament i mean we see what it did with college basketball but bobby made some good points i mean look they won a couple championships they did very well but he was completely against it and it was interesting to hear him say now i've always heard people make the argument you know but every then every regular season game is just so crucial i think with a small field it's still it's, uh, well, it still is that way you guys are the college football archers yeah. but from, from from my standpoint, the only concern I would have is the fact that, and they've already begun to discuss about it, is that you have the big five conferences, and what this playoff system will now do is it will crowd out those smaller schools. You have 130-some Division One FBS programs at this point, and that's the one thing they're talking about, that there may have to be a third division for these mid-major S schools, and that's the one concern that I would say is a legitimate concern. All of the other things, to me, it, it to me it makes... Like Jim said, a smaller field. Even at eight, I think it still makes the regular season the the competition needed because it's not like basketball where you can lose five games and still get in. You, you, if you can only have a, if there's five, if there's eight teams and there's only eight one loss teams, those are your eight that get in. In my opinion, I mean that's just the way. It's yeah, his whole thinking was, well, one versus two, and you know, but I mean, it's still going to yeah, be. No, no. If you had sixty four, it's kind of like you know, you know. But even in college basketball, and I tell people this all the time. In college basketball, especially if you look at the last at least 15 years, the programs that spend the most money make it to the Final Four. And we're going to see the same thing in college football, folks. Hate to break the news well, to you. So that's why every conference now has their own network. It's, it's, if your, if your football going. squad is Temple, you can forget about it. It's not going to happen, Al's fans. <laughs> so, um, but Anyway, Greg, back to you. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good point. It, it, the, the money has become the major driving force for major college football, and that's the one concern is that you'll crowd out these these smaller schools who, in some instances, like a South Florida, when they first jumped up, they went and played schools like, like Alabama, and they came all the way up here to Penn State, and they got paid 500 k 
to build their program, and now they're going to be sitting in a mid, mid-major type situation. Um, in any event, we'll be back in just a moment. We'll take a quick break. We'll do some more uh, talk with uh, Steve Dave and Coach Gicking in just a moment. You're listening to a special preseason edition of the Tigers Radio Network on MarbleNewTownFootball.com. Are you searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. As a privately owned mechanical services company, DZO offers residential and commercial services to suit your needs in the areas of heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has promised great service at a fair rate. DZO proudly serves customers in Philadelphia, Delaware, and Chester counties, as well as in northern Delaware and South Jersey. DZO Mechanical is located on 56 North Sprawl Road in Broomall, Pennsylvania. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or check them out online at www.dzomechanical.com. Suffering from back or neck pain, injury, or headaches? The Advanced Chiropractic Center and Dr. Tom Graziano have been serving Marple Newtown and Delaware County residents for over 15 years. Dr. Tom Graziano enjoys helping his patients without drugs or surgery. He takes a gentle approach, utilizes current techniques, and has several massage therapists on staff. Advanced Chiropractic Center accepts all kinds of insurances, including most HMOs, as well as accident cases. It is the mission of Advanced Chiropractic Center to take their time with all of their patients and give them the care they deserve. Do you have a question? Just mention that you heard about Dr. Tom Graziano from the Tigers Radio Network or Marple Newtown Football for a free consultation. Call the Advanced Chiropractic Center at 610-356-2300. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. at Paxson Hollow Country Club, Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua, and the coach of Marble Newtown Football, Coach Chris Kicking. If you're just kind of joining us here, we do have two TVs here. The Eagles JV squad just proved that they're 30 points better than the Jets JV squad, and Ole Miss and Boise State uh, have, are showing they have no offensive abilities on the other side of the bar. Uh, the last thinly veiled practice <laughs> for the Eagles. So in any event, now we will transition. We talked a little college football before the break. We're going to get into kind of Marble Newtown staff, and, and a few of them have come here tonight uh, uh, with you here, Coach, and, and just kind of talk about your staff, and then we can, uh, you know, what they've done in terms of from camp to now and the fact that you, you have certainly have had a, a large group come with you. Uh, the, the support um, has been unbelievable. Like I said, uh, not only staff, I'm going to start with the administration, uh, Dr. Harwitz, who congratulations, she's retiring 40 years of education, she's retiring in June, uh, Greg Puckett, the principal, Dennis Reardon, I said Sue Becker, uh, that support has been unbelievable, so that's great. Um, as far as coaches, uh, yeah, I'm just going to run through real fast, my dad, of course, has been a role model all my life, I've always wanted to be just like him, and for him to run the defense, obviously it's great, um, we never get into any arguments at practice, <coughs> excuse me. <laughs> 
excuse me about that, but anyways, uh, no, he's obviously great. Um, uh, Zach Young coming from Conestoga, awesome. Uh, Zach's you know a younger guy, his coach, and uh, he gets with the kids. We'll work out with the kids, all those kind of things that kids need to see these days. Um, and that's right, Geo, if you're listening, it's W for the old alumni, L for the young alumni. <laughs> that's right, Steve. Another another story for another day. He's, but he's alluding to the the alumni football game between uh, the older the, the older staff and the younger staff. There, Steve, the, the old guys got you guys. I was, I was rapping. Can, can continue there, Coach. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, there. Uh, we have. Uh, I'm speaking of the other guys from Conestoga. Josh Crooks, who does a great job. Yeah, we call him between him. Uh, he's like Mr. Technology, typing up this, typing up that. He does a great job. Um, Matt DeStefano, who's studying to be a doctor, you know, volunteering his time as much as he can. It's great. Those guys come from Stoga. Uh, guys that are here tonight, you know, Mike Willard uh, does a great job with the line um, and just helping out with every any any aspect. Hey, Twink, can you do this? Got to get, got to get. Uh, you know, those are the things that now I'm talking. Those first few guys were Stoga guys, but the other guys now I'm going to mention are Marple guys and just the amount of support um, not from the Alumni Foundation. Bobby Jacob does a great job. Um, and stuff like that. So all those guys and then other guys coming back. Um, we have Stevie Reynolds, who, of course, is underdressed today. Well, not that he would ever do that. But anyways, he does a great job helping out. Um, you know, he's, he has two roles. He's Tigers Radio Network, and then, you know, he helps with the freshmen. He's up at our practices. So he's doing a great job. Uh, Trevor Viviani, who's also here, uh, does a great job doing the same thing, juggling acts, doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, does a great job. Bob Knapp, who's the head freshman coach, is doing a great job. You know, doing our, doing our system has been willing. Hey, can we meet here at Jeans? Can we do this? We extra time to go to the plays. Uh, just a great, you know. Of, of course, Jim Allsman, who I consider staff, aka Staddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he loves that. But anyway, Staddy has stats. By the way, I think he has stats on everything tonight. He might have stats on that game, the Eagles, as, as you said, JV game. He has stats on it right now. Look, he loves it. Um, like I said, Brett Walski is doing a great job. Uh, Walshboro, thanks for all your help. Uh, Stevie's brother, Nick, who played with myself and Mike Willard. Uh, Yo, Ant. There's actually a guy I, th- I heard at practice there that knocked some dummies down uh, with a wig. It was crazy. We, w- we weren't <laughs> sure what happened at practice the other day. Uh, the kids are still confused. The girls' tennis team, I think, is still confused. Uh, I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, next thing you know, an Oklahoma drill broke out. Well, that, 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 that's one thing. Like uh, we've, we've, we've discussed, did you know what you were getting into when Nick came on staff, when Mr. Reynolds came on staff? Well, Nick and I have been friends <laughs> for a long, long time, so I knew exactly <laughs> what we were getting into. Uh, yes, I, you know, saying the, we've, <laughs> yes, I knew exactly what we were getting yeah, into. No. And, and uh, I don't think the kids, the kids are starting to understand. Uh, well, Steve, Steve and Nick, it, I met, when the first time I met the two of them, I didn't realize they were related because per- Nick has enough personality for the both of them. Well, he, Nick has enough personality for the whole family. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, you know, he has enough personality for the whole family. But, uh, yeah, so we all knew what we were getting to. Yo, Wayne. Uh, Joe Sweely volunteering, you know, coming. Uh, Joe, congratulations getting in the Hall of Fame. He's getting inducted. Uh, what what a great guy coaching wise. You know, late to the kids, etc. You know, had a little stint with the Eagles. Uh, Mike Jackson, who drives from Jersey. Well, you know, we're talking about coming back Tiger Pride. His dad still lives on the street. You know, his mom, but he comes back from Jersey driving every day. Uh, that's 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 what we're talking about Tiger Pride and community coming back. Yeah. So uh, Mario Diaguardi, who's doing a great job. Uh, Anthony Paoletti, Pat Coakley, 
Um, you know, we have a specialized kicking coach uh, who's actually here tonight. Dave Bertolini does a great job with all of our kickers. Uh, Dave does a you know great job of specializing on grass, turf, all those kind of things. Uh, I think I got everybody. I'm making sure. Oh, how could I forget Geo? That's what I was saying. Stevie, I was actually yeah. talking. I wasn't talking to Steve Reynolds. I was talking to Geo about uh, the the L for the, the alumni L game. Boss, yeah. yeah. But anyways, Geo's doing a great <laughs> job. Um, so hopefully I didn't miss anybody. I know there's a bunch of us, but and a lot of guys are volunteering. Uh, but the, all the coaches are doing just a great job. And the hard work they put in, the, the time, obviously, it's endless hours. Uh, and I, I know the community realizes how many hours they're putting in stuff, so I, I know I appreciate it, uh, just all the things. And, of course, probably the biggest coach is probably my wife, Donna, who uh, lets, lets you know me do – you know, I'm never really at home, unfortunately, uh, for, the, for her and the kids, but uh, she lets me do exactly what I love to do is coach, you know, football. So that, big shout-out to her and thanks. <laughs> Hopefully I didn't miss any of the coaches. What does it mean to you to have all these coaches come back since you're talking about community – and I have this long list of assistant coaches. Uh, the whole sense of maybe Mike, what I'm saying about Mike Jackson driving from Jersey, Joe Sweely, and those those guys are volunteers. They're just coming, you know, to help. Mario comes after work to volunteer. These people, it's amazing, and, and I'm honored to have these guys come back. And the whole thing we've been pushing is, like we said before, Marlboro Newtown, the community, the baseball thing that um, Greg had talked about before. So that's what we're trying to push, the community to be involved, all those things. So just it means a lot to me. Uh, being an alumni, uh, just yesterday, I guess it was yesterday, I'm losing track of my days, maybe two days ago, they had a uh, luncheon at Marple, 40th anniversary of like teacher, you know, MNEA, Teacher Association. We had a bunch of teachers back, Mr. Andrews, who's still there, what a great teacher, Teacher of the Year, Mr. Williams and stuff, and they were talking to me about, oh, you're coming back, blah, blah, it's great to have you back, it's, you're back home and stuff, and I was talking about all the coaches and stuff, so they're excited, we're excited, um, so it's great to have all the support. Along with the building of community, uh, the the Marble Newtown High School student body, uh, we, we have two weeks before a home game, which makes it tough uh, for for those kids to get there. But you know, what what would you say to the students about just coming out and, and getting out there? Um, Craig, one second. I apologize. I didn't say this before, um, and I'll get to the student body one second. I should have said this in the beginning. I know uh, I'm not sure if everyone's aware of what young Mike Shelley is going through right now. Uh, young Mike Shelley just got diagnosed with lymphoma. Ninth grader, hard-working kid. I worked with him for the last few years. Uh, we're doing our things at Veterans Park and training, the speed and agility stuff. Great kid, great family, Melissa and Mike, uh, and his brother and sister. Uh, we wish him the best. Uh, he's gonna fight through this. He will beat, he will beat lymphoma, no doubt. Uh, he's down in the hospital. I was just texting his dad a little bit ago. Uh, so Big Mike, who's, you know, doing all he can with the boosters and stuff, still trying to be committed, and, oh, I got this, and I said, Mike, like, you know. Yeah. But uh, just everyone say a thought and, you know, have their thoughts and prayers for young Mike Shelley out there. It would be great. Um, sorry, Mike, that I forgot to say that before. Uh, the student body, I'm, I'm going to ask that everyone come out. I need, we need, I shouldn't say I, we need everybody at the game. Uh, we need you, we need your cousin, we need your brother, we need your neighbor. We need their neighbor. We need their friend. We need everybody at the game, and we need you guys yelling for us. You know, we expect, and guess what? In return, I'm going to expect, and I told the guys, we're going to be at other games. The football team's going to go to basketball games, too, to the field hockey. Whenever we can, we're going to be there to support other people that support us. And that's what it, the whole thing we're saying about community, Greg, Absolutely. is supporting each other. It's very important. And uh, so, yeah, it's the student body, please come out. And I heard they've, they've done a great job. I'm going to ask you to, you know, step up another level. Yeah. 
They, I mean, they, they've 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 really built over the last couple of years. We've we've seen that student body start to really build and build and build at the stadium. And uh, you know, Coach Coach Reardon's uh, athletic director Reardon has been a driving force between a lot of the activities to get them out there as well. And, and I, you know, that's one thing I've noticed because I've only been here five six years now. I came from. I mean, I went to Ridley High School. I knew how things were there, and coming to Marble was a little bit different, as any school would be. But I've, I've seen, I've seen this this slow tide rolling in of more and more orange at games. <laughs> yes, Dennis has done a great job. He has the six pillars, you know, of char- all those things. He has the character, et cetera, and go through his things. I know we talked about him last time. He does a great job. Uh, he's energy. Greg Puckett's energy. Those guys are, and and the good great thing is they're sports people. Yeah. Dennis is overall a baseball guy. Greg is a football guy. So it's great to have sports guys involved in, you know, not only the principal and athletic director. They're doing things right now. They have all captain's pictures. They're putting up all captain's pictures uh, in the school. They're putting, they're moving the, the whole family alumni things around. So they're doing a lot of great things um, in and out of school, which is just great. And that's and the whole thing about community. They put up the, you know, welcome to Tiger Country, all these things. So, they're doing a lot of great things. So once again, I know I mentioned before, but Greg and Dennis, you know, keep up the great work, and uh, it's awesome. There are several events that come tomorrow. You got homecoming, but one major event that stuck out to me, especially you being an elementary school teacher, was when all the elementary schools come out and they have a contest about who wins. I'm going to say this right now, Dave. Okay, Culberson, I know you hear me. <laughs> Judy and Jen, first of all, thank you so much for all of your help. That's number one. They're my great partners. Judy Haynes, Jen, Jen Hawkhouse. I was going to say Jen Sella, Hawk, Hawk, Hawk. And actually Jen Sella's husband, Hawk, John Hawkhouse, was a, uh, one of my linemen. He was a senior when I was a sophomore. Great. I can talk about stories. Hawk's awesome. Uh, but thank you, Judy and Jen. Culberson, we better win youth night. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, but it's, it's a great thing that they do youth night. Um, they have all the kids come out and, uh, yeah, it's it's very exciting. You have all the Junior Tigers kids there, and you get everyone involved. So it's a it's a great night. But go ahead. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But being alumni Colbertson, I'm in full support of you. <laughs> Come on, Colbertson, we need to pull through this year. And I heard I heard from a few people, Colbertson. La- a few years we've been lacking. We're gonna I guarantee we're gonna pick that up. We we I mean, we well, have to yeah, win this yeah. year. Absolutely. Um, go ahead. Chris, uh, go off a of youth night. It's such a great night. Talk about what you plan on doing this year uh, with the. You know, younger kids, junior Tigers, uh, lining up on the field. The, the, well, first of all, the Junior Tigers is a great organization. It's a great feeder that we have. Um, they do a great job. All the people that are in charge. Mike Murray runs a he's a class act guy. Uh, runs a great organization down there. They do a great job. From Mike, you know, down to everyone else involved. To the uh, coach Laurie with the cheerleading, all those things. Uh, we already had meetings with the the coaches to go over implementing uh, parts of our offense and defense to terminology, snap count, all those kind of things, uh, which is great. And obviously they're more than willing to do that, which is great because at the end of the day, Steve, uh, it's not about Steve or Greg or Dave or Chris or Steady. Uh, it's about the kids. And if we're if, if everyone's about the kids and teaching them the system, eventually they're going to play in the system. So we got to remember that we're here for the kids. Uh, and as uh, Dave said about you know the youth night, teaching and coaching it's about the kids uh so we have to you know teachers and coaches we have to keep in mind and everyone in the community it's it's about the kids so and you talk a little bit about building building the community and 
one of the things every year uh, a team selects captains. Uh, if you just wouldn't wouldn't mind for a few seconds, just kind of talking about your three captains this year, who they are, and and kind of the leadership, not only the captains but the team as a whole. Uh, I'll start off with the captains, being that they are captains. Um, first, we have Lucas Moss, who is a senior, uh, just great kid, hardworking, has been uh, everything you you wanted in a, in a person. Uh, keep in mind, you know, we got the job five months ago. Since since we took over, uh, he's been nothing but helpful. Uh, anything you ask, ABC, he's done a great job. So Lucas is a senior. Uh, he's done a great job. We have uh, Abel Hoff, who's a junior, and the same thing. I could say the same thing about all three of them. Uh, and it says a lot and uh, about Abel, and then I'm at the last captain, to be a junior and to be elected by your peers. Uh, the, you know, the, peer, the team voted, and uh, they elected these three. So Abel, just class act kid once again. And, and the great thing is that not only are they really good kids on the field, but they're even better off the field in the classroom. Their GPAs, and I don't want to mess them up. They, you know, three point seven, three point six, three point five. They're great. They're great. Where you, you want, know. where it should be. Exactly, because at the end of the day, that's what's most important. We all we all want to win game stuff, but that's what's most important. So they're great kids, and I hear from people, ah, oh, Lucas Moss, Abel Hoff, Marcus Weather. They're great kids, and not only those three, Adrian Sabnis, great kid. Blah blah, blah this kid. So that's the kind of things you want to hear about your kids. I mean, we all obviously want to win every game. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, those type of things are the things you really want to hear. Uh, and not to, and Marcus Weathers, our last ca- third captain, I don't mean to say last, uh, is another junior. So it says something to have two junior captains elected by your peers, uh, Marcus and Abel. Marcus is really um, being the, you know, quarterback, and I, I think he was kind of a little bit, and I've heard this from other people, maybe I'm from Coach Geo, he's a little <laughs> nervous thinking, oh, my God, Coach Gickin's going to come in here and he's going to demand me to do this, 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 and this, and he's going to throw and... Uh, of course, uh, of course, we're going to throw the ball a lot, uh, and Marcus has come to understand that now. Uh, but I think a little bit at yeah. first he was nervous, and I don't know. But uh, you know, I told him trust yourself, and uh, yeah, of course we're going to throw the ball, Marcus. You know, we're quarterbacks; we love to throw the ball. And, and I, I can having coached baseball for the last couple of years, from a coaching standpoint, and you guys know this, Dave and and Steve, as coaches. You want to kind of push your guys, but you're never going to put them in a position or to do something they, they can't do. You're never going to ask them to do something they can't do. I have a few kids on the baseball team that I don't know if I can do that. I, the one kid never bunted before I asked him to bunt, and he looked at me, you know, deathly afraid. I said, I know you can do it. Just do it. And right. he did it, and he's fine. So I think we can all definitely relate to that. We will take one final break. We will come back, and we will talk about tomorrow night's game, which I know a lot of people are excited for and ready to go. So you're listening to a special preseason edition of Marvel Newtown uh, Tigers Radio Network on MarvelNewtownFootball.com. Oh, man. The Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right. A Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? 
They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly Cheese Steak Pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new Cheese Steak Pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. Are you tired of having a catered party with the same old food? Well, Mark Anthony's Paisanos at 105 West Eagle Road in Havertown, PA brings the pizza shop to your party location. The pizza ovens, grills, fires, and snow cone machine make your party the talk of the town for weeks. Mark and his staff make the pizzas, steaks, wings, and more right on site for your guests to enjoy fresh and hot. And they even top it off with funnel cake and snow cones. Call them today at 610-449-6959 for your birthday party, graduation party, or any other special events. Also, like them on Facebook. And don't forget to visit their store on Eagle Road in Havertown to grab a bite to eat from their large and unique menu. You're treated like a friend at Mark Anthony's Paisanos. Looking for a fun night out with friends or family? Visit Sprawl Lanes located on Sprawl Road next to the Dairy Queen. Voted best place to bowl in Delaware County by the Daily Times, Sprawl Lanes is equipped with 36 lanes with automatic scoring, a sound system, full-service snack bar, an arcade, and pro shop. Sprawl Lanes offers a variety of open bowling specials, package deals, and leagues for the casual or more serious bowler. Interested in having a birthday party? Choose from three different packages that will make your special occasion a memorable one. Stop by the center or visit the website at www.sprawlanes.com for pricing information or to book your next experience. Speak with one of the qualified staff members by calling 610-544-4524 today. And we welcome you back live to Anthony's Restaurant at Paxson Hollow Country Club. Greg Pecco, Steve Reynolds, Dave DePasqua, and Marble Newtown head coach Chris Geeking here with you. And now the moment we've all kind of been building towards. Uh, we're going to discuss tomorrow's game, Marble Newtown in Sharon Hill against Academy Park, the defending District 1 3A champion Academy Park Knights. And, and coach, to kind of start the conversation off, uh, you've had some time now to, to get through camp and to also look at some game film of Academy Park and, and what you guys have done in your scrimmages and, and just kind of take me through what what's there at this point. Uh, we we obviously have seen uh, their scrimmages. They've seen ours. Uh, they're very talented, as I said before. Uh, they have a lot of athletes uh, at every position. Uh, Jason does a great job, and Dave, uh, Dave who teaches at Marple, Vyshevsky, uh, they do a great job down there. Uh, and they've turned Academy Park into a perennial power, year in, year out. Um, and I know uh, Jason's one comment was, you know, their explosion waiting to happen, and they're always, you know, it's tough to get here, tough to get that. They're, uh, and it's true. Uh, you know, everything on film, they're uh, they're, they're going to be tough. You know, you look, oh, well, where, where can we find a weakness? I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, you know, they're 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 tough. Like I said, every position. I was hoping to find uh, something. <laughs> where can I? You know, watching film again. Where can we find a weakness? Where can we find a weakness? Uh, maybe is, I'll find something tonight. I don't know. When it, I watch later it, again. It's kind of been one of those programs that they've been able to kind of reload. I mean, it, it's it, and there's there's programs out there that when they lose a lot of guys and they they did lose some of their key starters, but they've been able to reload. So obviously on tape it's showing. Yes, uh, I, I I someone had said and I saw it online actually. Someone someone showed me online. I forget which website it was, but Jason had said. Pashevsky, the head coach, that they uh, don't rebuild, they reload, and uh, that's true. They reload every year. Uh, I know they lost a, t- uh, um, a bunch of guys last year. They, you know, three A. Uh, the running back Lanier was unbelievable, mm-hmm. and the quarterback. But uh, then you look on film, you're like, it looks like the same kid last year. Wait a minute, you sure that kid's not back? <laughs> uh, so yeah, they uh, they they get a ton of athletes, and uh, like I said, Jason and Dave do a great job down there. Chris, uh, you know. You took over on March 25th. 157 days. All right. It was 157 <laughs> days. He's right. Before Staddy, I, Staddy has stats on that, too. Before I start this uh, question, I just want to – I can smell the wings from over here. So. They do I, smell pretty good. And, and we love to thank uh, Anthony's at Paxson, uh, John uh, Walsh, Meg Devine. Uh, John's making my pizza right now, but it's a beautiful place. Come out here when you get a chance. Yeah, it, it's, it does smell magnificent. The pizza's great. The pizza's great. Meg's bringing over my pizza right now. Oh, wow. wow. See, this, this is Steve's kingdom, apparently. And, yeah, it's unbelievable. By the way, it must be that nose, I, that nose hey, smell. Look at that. This thing can smell from miles away. That's why he didn't dress up tonight. Yeah, he didn't want to get Look at this service. Look at this service. Margarita pizza. I appreciate she, it, Meg. She has no idea she'll receive. Zero tip. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to tip her. You know that, right? Come That's because you're steady. Come on now. When that wallet gets opened me, up, you're making me look bad. <laughs> all right, go ahead. All, go right, ahead. all right, get to your. So, get, get back to when AP. You took over, became Jim. Correct me. Eleventh coach in Marple Newtown history. Correct. 157 <laughs> days. From then on, it was time to go through Sunday practices, mini camp, summer camp, Lebval camp. You know, weight room, all that. Um, and now, you know, now we sit here Thursday, August 28th, less than 24 hours ago. And, uh, you know, as I, as I look at some of my notes here, uh, with the journey you've taken since, you know, being here in the 90s, 95, right, 96, you graduated. That's correct. And, you know, I remember you telling me this. You when you played for the late great Jim Smith, you told him one day I'm going to be in your shoes. That is true. I told him Smitty was the greatest guy, uh, legendary coach Jim Smith. I saw his wife a few weeks ago when I was picking up helmet hats out at Kelly Sports in Westchester. Ironic that I ran into her and uh, her daughter. Uh, coach Smith was a role model for me, another role model. What a great guy. But go ahead, get back to what you were saying, Steve. And, you know, as, you, you know, you, as you said, one day you were going to you know, take – step in his shoes and from the journey you took from then until now you know meeting your wife in this community raising your family here all the memories you made with friends and the records you broke to be here hours away from taking on the district champs defending district champs last year academy park what do you what's going through your head right now what are the feelings to step on that field for the second go around in the orange or black well, the first thought, actually, Steve, right now is if I could, I just shaved, actually, tonight, so maybe I could shave, lose, like, 20 pounds by tomorrow and maybe play the game. 
But <laughs> since that's not going to happen, the shaving part I could probably do again. But the losing 20 pounds is not going to happen. Uh, pizza is good, by the way. Thanks, Anthony. They do a great job here. Uh, and Steve's nose, of course, smelled those wings a mile away. <laughs> Staddy loved it. Staddy! Uh, no, just, just to be here, obviously, uh, I'm very excited, uh, Steve, to, uh, you know, this is the uh, first step on a, uh, you know, long journey that we have here at Marble Newtown uh, of, of what we've been saying, you know, Tiger Pride and bringing Tiger Pride back to the community and having everyone involved. So, uh, like I said last time we were here, I've been pretty calm. Uh, commercials have been a little bit more uh, excited. Uh, but just, uh, I guess you would say very anxious. Uh, very anxious to, you know, we'll see what tomorrow night at 7 o'clock brings because 24 hours from now, uh, the game will be over. We'll be back at the office, in the uh, coach's office, uh, and discussing the game. Uh, but just very, uh, I would say, probably the word you would say right now is anxious. Anxious to uh, get this whole thing started and uh, see see what we have. Like I said, it's a great test for us as a, as a uh, team and a program to go up such uh, against such a perennial power of Academy Park 3A district, you know, year in year out. They just they just, you know, win games. So it'll be a, a great test for us tomorrow night. Absolutely. So tomorrow's the game. We're we're going to wrap it up here. Coach, we want to thank you for having uh, coming on the program and, and kind of talking with us about all sorts of stuff tonight, but mainly the fact that football season has finally arrived and that tomorrow night Marble Newtown will be down in Sharon Hill against Academy Park to open up the season and, and we're excited. We will not be broadcasting tomorrow night uh, due to f- facility constraints down in Academy Park but we we will be there. We will be covering the game on MarbleNewtownFootball.com and, and we're ready to go. Coach, any last words or before uh, we go here? I'll give you the last words in one second. Jim, a.k.a. Staddy, <laughs> thank you. Greg, thank you. Stevie, you and the pizza and wings, thank you. Dave, thank you. Uh, you guys do a great job, as you know. Uh, last words would just be uh, energy and excited. And the last two words for me would be Tiger Pride. There we go. You've heard it here. Tiger Pride for tomorrow night's game against Academy Park for Marple Newtown. As I mentioned, we will not be broadcasting. We will have full coverage on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Our first broadcast will be the following week against Strathaven at Strathaven. We will have all the coverage there for you on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Dave DePasco will be on the sideline. Steve Reynolds will be up in the booth. Sands Pizza. And I will have the play-by-play. Thank you for listening tonight. and We look forward to having you all listen the rest of the season. Have a good night. Thank you to Anthony's resta- uh, restaurant here at Pax and Hollow for having us. Good night, everybody. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, powered by Easy Stream, and heard exclusively on MarbleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, My Way Entertainment, Delco Cleanouts, Mark Anthony's Paisanos, The Philly Pretzel Factory, Sprawl Lanes, 
DZO Mechanical, Anthony's at Paxson, and Zach's Hamburgers. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MN Tigers. The Marple Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers!